welcome everybody. This is the first episode of the Corner Pub. I talked to Sean about this a few weeks ago, and uh, I wanted to have this like this kind of format where we could just hang out and have a beer like we're at a bar. You yeah. know, uh, well, let's see how this one goes. Um, <laughs> so, um, Sean, looks like you already have your beer poured. What do you got there? So I have a cuvee of. I just did. Um, I don't have the other cans upstairs. Uh, Hop Fly and Forgotten Roads Brewing all together. Um, and I did a blend and I did a side by side review and I gave Carrie the rest. Um, the blend's good. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. I don't want to spoil it. Right. Kyle, what do you got there? I think we found the blendings are the best for the all together. It's like when you pour uh-huh. them all together. They're yeah, the best. I said that in the video too. I was like, it, it's interesting. Yeah. They're such dorks. Um, actually, so I thought it was appropriate because you sent this to me and I've reviewed it before. So I wasn't sure if I was going to review it again or not. So it seemed like the perfect time. Where am I going? Yeah. Night and day. Nice. Yeah. So um, it literally just poured. It took a little sip before we started. Uh, night and day Imperial Stout with cold brewed coffee, 12.7% ABV because Sean's trying to kill me. So yep. big. Big bottle, big ABV. Um, I, I loved it the first time I had it. I remember um, I had PM Dawn, and uh, I think you, and I, I think a couple other people were like, if you think PM Dawn is your best coffee style, wait till you try this guy. And it's just like, that's like the perfect coffee style. Like, okay. And then it's like, eh, it's it's a contender at the very least. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, kind of drink. Sorry, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's just have Mike go because I, I because I don't want to turn this into like a giant night and day conversation with coffee and Mike. And this is Mike's thing. And I'm like, let's talk about coffee beers. <laughs> it's not Mike's thing. This is our thing. I know. I, know, I, I, I know. wanted all of us to be part of this. This is deliberate. I know. Go. Uh, so, yeah, I'm drinking um, kind of an older beer. This is, for a few, is. This is like, like six months old. This is Triple Seesaw, American Ghost Ale with uh, pineapple, coconut, and key lime. It's an island inspired. It's uh Trillium in their Seesaw series. It's um, really fucking good. What's the ABV <laughs> on that one? Uh, 6%. So I still can't understand. Like, it's just more fruit, right? Like, regular double Seesaw, Seesaw, triple Seesaw. There's no, it's, it's not an ABV difference, right? I haven't been able I mean, to wrap my head around how they, I think it's just fruit. I'm not really sure because it's not like it's overly fruited. It tastes right. like a, like a, tastes like a sour beer, man. Yeah. Like, it, the, the pineapple, coconut, and key lime. They come through, I guess, like, but it, it it tastes almost like like a bolder lime goes. Yeah, you know, because you, you are getting other things, but lime is kind of the predominant flavor. But it's not a high ABV. It doesn't taste particularly overfruited. So I don't know. I just know it's yummy. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. So um, you guys were talking about coffee beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, I sort of wish they would just put night and day in cans just because of format wise, like, because yeah. for me to open a bottle of night and day, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a commitment. Like it's 12.7%. Like I have another bottle and I was like, but if I open it, it's going to be, I'm gonna have to drink it all day. Carrie's definitely not going to have any of it. Um, yeah. so seems like she has good sense. Yeah. <laughs> Cause at least with, with PM Don being 9%, you can at least open a can and you're done. Yeah. And it's yeah, smart format. Yeah, my wife also hates coffee. So yeah, it's just me. So again, just we're doing this relatively early in the day. Um, I also am gonna make 
well, I guess it's technically cottage pie. I wanted to make a shepherd's pie, but I couldn't find any ground lamb. But um, I wanted a couple tablespoons of a stout to put into the ground mix with the Worcestershire sauce and all that. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can, you know, uh, I, I think the recipe I'm going to kind of follow would be just like a couple tablespoons is all. But yeah. I think that coffee roastiness will be nice with the working with the Worcestershire and the meat. And yeah, so yeah, definitely. Couple purposes for me drinking this right now. So wait, a cottage pie is ground beef. Cottage pie is so shepherd's pie, and cottage pie is the same thing except lamb for shepherds, beef for. Cottage. Oh yeah, like we can read that. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that, that I'm already looking this up. <laughs> oh okay, yeah, because yeah, because Carrie loves shepherd's pie, and I'm like the worst like Irish person ever. I I hate shepherd's pie. Uh, but whenever I see, I, I sometimes like, and she's made it, and I've seen it in restaurants where they call it shepherd's pie, but it has beef in it. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get technical, yeah. it's pie. Don't worry about it. Shepherd's pie is English, not Irish. You're good. Is it? Yes. Oh, well, then I guess I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. It says here that the term cottage pie was used uh, by 1791 when potatoes being introduced as an edible crop, affordable for the poor. Um, the term shepherd's pie did not appear until 1854. It was initially used synonymously with cottage pie. So it's the exact same thing, regardless of whether the meat was beef or mutton. Hmm. Um, uh. However, since 20th century, the term shepherd's pie is more commonly used uh, when the meat is lamb, but it's not, it's not a requirement. Nice. Um, weirdly, Sean might uh, know this. Oh, I thought you were going to say I was right. <laughs> I was going to say. You might know this. Do you, do you ever heard of, have you ever heard it called something else in this area? Maybe if you say it, but no. because Chinese pie? No. It's a thing. What? It's it's the exact same thing. It's called Chinese pie. I'm I'm not even joking. Look it Why? up. Because um because of the um in Quebec it's called uh, pate chinois, which is Chinese pie. It's made with ground beef. It, it basically um it had to do with um I think I think it was learned by Chinese railroad workers or something and brought up hmm. to Quebec or it had something to do with with that, but it's people around here call it Chinese pie. Huh? No, all I've the time. never heard that. Probably because I try to stay as far away as possible of it. So. <laughs> I wonder, Mike, did you and I had this conversation? Have this conversation, or because I, I had made one and I, I posted like pictures on my Facebook, I don't know, a month or two ago. So we had conversation, not you and I necessarily there, but people had conversations. I've had this conversation recently. Is my point? I just can't remember if it was you or me or someone else. Maybe. I don't remember. I mean, yeah. Entirely possible. Yeah. I, I just, just let me just read this real quick. It says, um, it, "It's not a Chinese recipe. It may simply be an adaptation of shepherd's pie." But one possible explanation for the Chinese reference is that it was introduced to Canadian railway workers by Chinese cooks during the building of the North American railroads in the 19th century. The cooks made it under instruction from the railway bosses of British origin, as an easily prepared, inexpensive version of the popular cottage pie, with um, the sauce of a tinned cream corn. Substituting, substituting uh, for gravy. Hmm. So. The more you know about cottage pie. And, <laughs> and now everyone is like, wow, this was the first episode of Nerd Sense Corner Pub. They're talking about the difference between shepherd's pie and cottage pie. Great. I can't wait till episode two. I've <laughs> <laughs> some pretty good uh, shepherd's pie at pubs yeah. before. So no, you're right. right. Yeah, no. And this is, this is stuff we would talk about. And this if we were at a bar, we might be talking about food we're going to eat. Like we're going to order at the bars. I think talking about food's appropriate. Yeah. 
maybe one episode we could actually eat on this there we go we can step it up a little bit (laughs) Um, one thing one thing that's um tough like right now is you know one of the things that you know that I used to do with Sean, uh, you know, he went every weekend, but I would go you know, a couple times a season. I'd meet up with him to watch football hmm. at, uh, at, a, at the bar down the street from Can us Brogan, at yeah. the time. Uh, and I mean, fucking sports are gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I watched golf the other day. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Like, that's how much I guess I miss sports. And I didn't realize I missed them that much. The only thing around, I think right now is uh, UFC and racing. NASCAR wrestling. That's sports entertainment. I guess it's a little bit different, I, it, but still. What, what, what we call live yeah. performance. It works for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a weird thing because, like, uh, I, I know we, we joked earlier, oh, sports ball, oh, yeah. manly, but it's such a ubiquitous part of life, and it's fucking gone. Yeah. I, I mean, I know people that like it was all year. It was you know. Um, baseball football hockey yep. basketball everything and then when that wasn't on fuck it tennis if that's on fuck it golf <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like and I, I know every you know every now and then with the world cups every couple of years right yeah it's not it's not every uh, every four years yeah, yeah, yeah i mean i i work with a bunch of uh people from, that are like south american and they're all about soccer and and when that comes up it's a, such a big deal like there's no one talking about sports at all it's weird yeah, you know, the biggest thing was, was that golf match. Right? How big that was! That it was, was some. Yeah, that was huge. <laughs> I, I missed that. What did he say? The, the uh, NFL draft. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That everyone was, weird. was watching that. Yeah, like everyone was like really big into that, and that was like gigantic. Like ESPN yeah. two, like a couple weeks ago, I was looking at the channels. I think I, I, I forget if I sent it to both chats or just the one with Reed. Um, they're pl- showing video game basketball, like they're playing <laughs> NBA two K whatever. And I was like, "What? The, what is on ESPN two? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's <no> show. <laughs> that's funny." I was telling uh, actually when he brought that up, I was uh, I sent the, the chat. I remember uh, during one Super Bowl, I, I, I imagine the Super Bowl had to have been. Oh, I was yeah. underway. I was in the Navy. I was underway, and like everyone was like fiending in this weird, creepy way, and um, like the 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 chief cook kind of had a, a nice meal prepared for that day and the um somebody set up an xbox or some xbox 360 something xbox, whatever system it was or playstation and put on the latest madden game and put the two teams that are playing the super bowl against each other computer versus computer and played it on the the, the tv screen in cruise mess while we ate so we can watch football while we ate our dinner. <laughs> that's that's amazing <laughs> it was fucking weird but, <laughs> But it, it sort of got like, kind of like uh, you kind of got into it. And after a while, I was like, "God, oh, fuck!" Like you, you start getting into this fake game. It, it was fucking weird. Being underway on a submarine is fucking weird. I can't Life even turns strange. But, but I mean, that wasn't the only time that happened. It, there were similar things like that that happened a few times. So it's just, you know, people just try to. I mean, I guess it's sort of like now people just trying to grasp something normal. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say some sense of normalcy and then also a healthy distraction. Just like, yeah, we're, uh, you know, in a submarine, we're trapped in our house, whatever, you know, it's like, what's a, you know, there's definitely plenty of unhealthy ways to deal with it. And then there's, you know, some, some healthy distractors and that's fine, you know? 
speaking of unhealthy distractors, this is quite good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting a green pepper or anything? Cause that's relatively old, not old, but like, cause remember those are the bottles that I forgot I had. And then I was like, Oh yeah, I have like 5,000 of them. <laughs> I didn't do like proper aroma or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know about the smell, but you, you get a little bit of taste, yeah. but it's really roasty. It's got a nice syrup. It's almost like a, a coffee liqueur syrup. Mm-hmm. If that was a thing yeah. it's got this nice roast to it. Some heft. Um, I had a beer recently, I forget which one, where I kind of was thinking and wanting it to be a little bit closer to a syrup, and it wasn't. So this is kind of hitting that sweet spot of what I wanted the other day. Oh, it was that single cut I did on my birthday. Oh, right, right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, barrel-aged stout with vanilla, cacao nibs, and honey. But um, but anyway, yeah, this is, this is quite good. Nice. And yeah, just a little bit of that pepper. Yeah. Um, actually, not, I don't want to talk about my birthday, but um, I got a gift card for my birthday. And one of the things I ordered, and I wasn't sure if you guys ever read it, was um, you know, I'd seen that, uh, I forget who put it up, like this list of like best comic books right now. And it was the IDW Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. Like the original one, right? Not, it's It's got, I think it's Eastman and then a couple other writers. So like he's helping, but it's like the, I think it might be the current run where they added a fifth member. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like I think it's the current run of that, but but Eastman, I think it's yeah, yeah, it would, it would be Eastman is involved with it. But anyway, I, I haven't gotten it yet, but I ordered the first uh, like compendiums, whatever they are, the yeah, first volume. Nice. So, have you guys ever read them? Or, or actually, I've never read any Ninja Turtles. No, I've been wanting to. I watched, um, what was yeah, the, the toys that made was it toys that made yeah. us that just did the turtles? Oh, on the so amazing, yeah, so amazing, and it made me want to go back and get like a collected edition of all the like early comics just because like it seems like it's such a and, and and the turtles have been such like a big part of my life like i grew up on the cartoon right like all the figures like the movie and stuff like that like it's something that i should know the source material but i really have no clue i'm pretty sure a few years ago i saw like a hardcover found version of you know it was like collected maybe the first i don't know 10 issues or some, something and it was like a big hardcover and i wish i bought it now I think about it all the time, um, especially because uh, in, in my own weird way, I'm getting sort of back in the turtles. I, I don't watch anything, I, I, but I watched the movie recently, I guess, and um, I read about it every now and then. It, in the way that I don't get into anything really, and if, so if I have a random thought every, every few weeks, I'm like, oh, I'm into that now. It's sort of, <laughs> it's sort of like that. I, I keep thinking about uh, about that. I do have a weirdness in that um, I wonder how it'll affect the way I think about the turtles because I don't, I don't, all I know is really from the, the 87, I believe television show and the movies, right. I never followed any other versions of television since the, that initial 10 season run. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I've, I don't think I probably watched most of that either, but I know Nickelodeon, I think they own the, the yeah, property now must. for television. But I never watched any of that stuff. Um, I I did watch the two new movies. They were not good. But the what TMNT? No, the, oh, that was in two thousand six. I saw that, of course. Oh, was actually pretty good. I yeah, thought. no, I, I actually liked that one a lot. Oh, oh, you mean the 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 new new ones like the like with Megan Fox? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. those were not very good. Um, but a TMNT though was really good. Yeah, I saw uh, that in theaters. Yeah. Um, weirdly though, it has Chris Evans. As uh, he's I think Casey Jones. Oh right. really? 
Yeah, he does the voice case tunes. Um, I know um, Mako, the um, the Japanese actor. Uh, he was Splinter. I believe Jean Luc Picard was maybe the main villain. I believe. Shit. Um, yeah, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar was April. Oh, I remember O'Neil. that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that's why I want to go see the movie. Yeah, pretty much. I want to go see her animated. No big deal. Because <laughs> their voice is enough. Um, yeah. Chris Evans must have played the most comic book characters. He, I believe so. Didn't you send he, that the other day to the group chat? Oh, uh, I, it was an article. Was it? Was the article he's done the most, or just that yeah, he had done? He's number? done like the he's done some crazy number, and like the last two, or or one of them was he played Loki technically. Technically, he did in That's the MCU. True. So that so that like they true. added that one. Yeah, that is. I didn't think of that. Yeah. That is true. technicality, but works. I mean, but it's technically yeah, true. I'll allow it. it <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it is true. I didn't think of it. That's interesting. Because yeah. he's done you know, like he, Scott Pilgrim, Fantastic Four. Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah, Snowpiercer. Fantastic Four. Yeah, Snowpiercer. Yeah. Uh, technically, I think, um, what was it, The Losers? He did The yeah. Losers. Yep, that's a comic. Yeah. That was actually a pretty good, that was a very fun, like, was was there a Losers too? No. I wish. I, I liked that movie about, a lot. Yeah, no, I really loved it. Like, it was just very, like, it wasn't anything, like, super intelligent. It was just very, like, popcorn, cookie cutter, but, like, very, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's another one that's done kind of, more than you think, because he did Walking Dead. Yep. He, yep. he was uh, Thomas Wayne. Yep. He did, um, he was the comedian. Yep. He did The Losers. Yep. And he was in more, like, oh, Jesus Christ, how, this man's man is in a bunch of funny book movies, you know? <laughs> But he was in that like Rampage movie. Not that that was a comic book, but like, yeah, oh, he's. I didn't see that. Oh, wasn't Ram- he in Rampage? I haven't seen Rampage. You mean the one with The Rock? Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't sure. seen that yet. It's it, it's definitely on my list of like, I, I love rock movies. Like, I don't. Like, Dwayne Johnson movie was fun. They do what they do, you know? Just and he. Shut your brain off and just. Yeah. I can't help but like him. And, yeah. um, you know, I, although I haven't seen the Jumanji movies, they I, are. I, so good like i've heard a lot of people say they're good recommend them to me i just haven't yeah i'm not opposed to i just haven't yet like we were gonna like we chose to watch it with with my daughter we're like oh let's see if she'll get through a live action movie and like after carrie and i were like that and 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 kaylee loved it too but carrie and i were like holy crap that was it was hilarious like it's it was it's extremely well done and and the second one's great too uh it's it's i'm I'm really surprised that like usually when you get like soft reboot type things like that it's going to be kind of shitty but it, it's it's extremely well done i really really enjoy both i honestly don't think i've seen a rock movie other than the mummy damn they're really fun yeah they're not um how do you know you just said you haven't seen any you don't know <laughs> you just said they're not what do you mean here's the point where we get into a bar fight apparently yeah so <laughs> Maybe that could be a, a segment, like in every episode, is you know you, you bring up a graphic bar fight, and there's a big argument about something that rock movies, <laughs> things that you know something that yeah. doesn't warrant a fight. <laughs> I honestly, I, I I just can't think of a single one. But you said you haven't seen them, so how do you know they're shitty? I just assumed. Um, no, but the, the point was that I haven't seen them. Yeah, that is the point. I I just n- nothing about them really interests me a whole lot. Um, well, yeah. If you're looking for like, like good? really, yeah, well, no, like the production values are <laughs> great. Like, I think the, I think the last one I watched, well, well, was the latest Jumanji, but before that, it was probably Skyscraper. And that movie is just like a total turn your brain off and just yeah, like it's 
action packed. <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah. And like those Fast and Furious movies, they're not for me, but like they are what they are. But I remember like when he first started making movies, was it Walking Tall? Yeah. First one there was the Mummy too. And I'm, okay, yeah. Like, I kind of remember like some of those early movies and be like, yeah, like I, I get him as an action star or whatever. And yeah, I've seen enough of his stuff to be like, yeah, he's. And yeah, anyway, again, I just think he's like a likable person. Yeah, but... like like even like just just following him on Instagram and his videos. Yeah, he just seems like a solid, solid human being. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. No, I, no, I, I don't have an argument. No, I mean, I get it. Okay, fair enough. Sure. No, I, I, I didn't mean that. I, just, I saying, yeah, I get it. I just don't. I don't know. He, he, to me, he's almost like, like popcorn. Like it's really forgettable. That's what I said. Is turn your brain off movies. No, I, I, I understand. <laughs> it's I just popcorn flicks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. I just don't. Um, it's not that I'm against them. I just don't want to spend money on them. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. No, I, I, I didn't it. spend money on Rampage. Yeah, I get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ends this week's bar fight. <laughs> uh, I think the next topic probably that would happen to bar is we all check our cell phones to see if oh, yeah. our wives expected us to come home or anything. Are we so. good? Uh, <laughs> on, um, on last beer. <laughs> <laughs> four later <laughs> too funny too funny some of some of those um internet memes you see every now and then like you know oh i'm kind of drunk i should have one more beer and go home four <laughs> hours later yeah. some of those memes are really out of control have you seen the um you betcha like the youtube channel or they had the facebook yeah. videos where they do there's one that's like um like happy hour and he's like all right i'm not gonna let it happen we're just gonna have one and then it's like shots <laughs> <laughs> he's great i love those videos mike you might have seen one i bet uh, if he if he saw who it was he would know yeah was. he he did that one it was like the the uh husbands of target he was like one of the guys yeah. in that video where like all the wives are shopping at target and they just form a group in the target parking lot and hang out every week now that was a bad okay yeah if you didn't see that that was like one of the bigger ones they did that's you probably can't see that yeah no yeah, I, I I assure you, the only stuff I really watch like is like mixed martial arts based. <laughs> or, or what did I watch today? Oh, Final Fantasy Seven. Something about Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, fair enough. I'm actually. So seeing... that, that, Sorry, go ahead. That, no, I was just saying that. So I'm on the gamut from like hyper masculine <laughs> to hyper dork. So. <laughs> fair enough. I'm actually shocked. They only have 226,000 subscribers on YouTube. It seems like they would have more, like in the millions. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, I think he's steadily creeping up, and I, you know, he goes exponentially faster. I think, too. like, I, I kind of was watching him and some other, you know, internet comedians, and it seems like once that ball gets rolling, yeah. they start ramping up. I realized the the Target episode, all the guys in that, they have their own channels too, because I've seen yeah. some of the other guys on other channels, and I was like, wait a second, is this the same channel? But it's not. They're just doing their own kind of crossovers too, which is really neat. It's cool. Yeah, the one guy actually in that video, um, he just announced he's got a deal. There's the the home makeover people, uh, Chip and Di- Diana, Joanna. Yeah. I think it's Chip and Joanna. They have like a new network coming out. He's gonna have a show on that. It's like, uh, you know, oh, it's really? DIY or you know, one of those oh, HGTV or whatever. Definitely. Is it, is it the one that that does like the? Um, 
Is it the guy that does the, uh, like he had, like, wasn't, what was the energy drink? And he was drinking the energy drink all the time. Was it not Trevor Wallace, not, not the monster Kyle thing. No, this is, I forget his name. I've only watched a couple of his videos or however many handful. But anyway, yeah, just the, the, you betcha guy, I think is really funny. And he has the, you betcha. Is that Charlie Barron's? Mike would know this guy. Yeah, Trevor Wallace is super funny. That guy's hilarious. Mike, you've definitely seen these videos. We definitely sent them to each other. Oh, I sent one, and he yeah. was talking about like being from like San Diego, or yeah, he just yeah, 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 and ended up yeah, it was a really funny yeah. video. Yeah, so you betcha is technically it's like sort of the same i like the same stuff he sort of does, but it's like more Midwest geared. Is that Charlie Barron's? Uh, no, his name is uh, no. That that guy also is really funny, and 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 he. He's in that Target video. Charlie Barron's? Unless I'm getting my people mixed up. Because he's fucking hilarious. Charlie Barron's is in that video, yes. Right? He is oh. part of the troop. I, I, I don't know if yeah. it's a troop or what you would call it, but you know what I mean. They, they do their own thing. It's like it's like the Avengers. They do their own thing, then they come together sometimes. Or it's like Beer Tube. <laughs> That's a better explanation, Kyle. Come on. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like They're that. The <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, Mike, if you like some of these guys, it's just, they're kind of loosely connected. They do yeah. videos here sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I saw Charlie Barron's do a video with somebody, and it might be the You Betcha guy. Is it like a heavy guy with the beard? Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Him. Yeah. Um, I, I saw him do one with him, and they were like uh, at like a small town pub. Yes. And, and this yeah. is like, oh, do you want a beer? And he goes around the back of the bar, I'll get you a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it. Oh, what's what's Sally doing today? It's, oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's yeah, Those videos are really good. They are. They're really. They are. They're very funny. They just did a, a, a recent crossover, and definitely socially distanced because you could tell that that they all filmed it wherever they lived, and it was just them like pretending that their neighbors all talking to each other. It was. It was. It's hilarious. It's so. Yeah, funny. that was a good one. Yeah, that was really good. One of my favorite ones they did. Uh, oh, it was. They did a craft beer one too. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the one I, Charlie did I, um, is that I, I think is hilarious is uh he has like a, a Midwest uh, translator. It's a, it's a it's a bottle popper and a translator so like it's like uh, i mean i'm not gonna even try to imitate any of it but if you have a chance later watch it it's, it's really really funny he's done some funny like um uh where he'll make mixed drinks i don't know oh yeah, oh, yeah. i saw that yeah. one i saw that he one really, yeah yeah he's he's done a couple he's yeah that guy's he's and if, you know i watched some uh interviews with him because he's like a proper comedian as well so you know it's yep. kind of a character he slips into but uh, yeah, super interesting dude, and definitely more views in that than beer tubing. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it every time he has a chance. Oh fuck the bears! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another, and then oh, in 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 the episode, um, the social distancing one, like where, where they're all neighbors. You know when the guy f- from You Betcha always opens the bush and he goes, Pah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was either Trevor or the other guy. Um, he was he he opened he opened he opened he goes push and the other guy opens up a uh, a chorus and he goes and, and as as he's saying bush he goes sucks yes yeah. <laughs> it's so good actually made me laugh out loud yeah yeah a hundred percent yeah yeah, yeah the, Mike the you betcha guy yeah he always goes because he loves bush it's always always bush and you know yeah so he does the bush and then every time he sips it the first sip he always goes oh it's so cold that's always <laughs> it's so, good. It's so, so good. cold. But like they invited him to the brewery and stuff. Like you know, he, it, is there an episode of, of of him at the brewery? Yeah. No yeah. oh, shit, I haven't seen like, that. They give him a tour and everything. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's it. on your channel or not. If it's on the main, you oh, betcha. I gotta channel. find it. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way uh, more views on that than uh, anything we're cranking out. <laughs> I do envision, like, whenever we talk about the the Juice Board Chronicles, Mike, I do think of it as something like that. And then I'll watch, like, one of their behind-the-scenes videos, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to fucking <laughs> have time to do all this shit. <laughs> Yeah. What's what's that Canadian show that you got me watching, son? Letter Kenny. I can't remember. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. It's so good. Uh, who's the, the heavy fella in that show? <sighs> Trevor something. Uh... Letter Kenny. I have I, I have to catch up on that. By the way, I'm like pretty fucking behind. Me too. I've heard of this show, but I haven't watched it it's yet. So good. oh, I, I, you got to watch it. Trevor Wilson. K K Trevor Wilson. K Trevor Wilson. So you guys kept mentioning this Trevor or whatever, and yeah. I got to thinking about him, and I've seen a couple of his stand-up bits, and they're really funny. They're really funny. Uh, he had one about um, about Captain Crunch because he's Canadian, and he's you know, uh, but he's talking about how he went to the states, and they have they have other versions of Captain Crunch, and um it, it has a long bit about it um but he's talking about they have crunch berries i don't know what tree they're on but apparently they're in short supply because they never made up the fucking canada <laughs> <laughs> it's really good he's his stuff's really funny very dry um but i remember um, that bit. yeah you sent it to me i remember that that was really good it's good and he doesn't have that speech impediment he has on the show yeah which is disappointing yeah <laughs> Uh, his, his Kyle for his speech impediment. Sorry, his speech impediment is basically he adds s's to every word. Okay. And so it, you know, like it, it, it's used for comedy continuously in the show. Uh, but um, when he was doing his stand-up bits, I threw me off for a second. I'm like, oh, that's different. <laughs> like, I just sort of assumed they had a, like a fat friend that just had a speech impediment. and They put him in the show, but he was legitimately a talented guy. So got me good. <laughs> It is weird when you like watch a performance of someone and um, then they'd be like, you hear them talk in real life. You're like, you know, that's what they talk like. Like um, a lot of like the British guys, if you watch The Walking Dead or whatever, and then Rick talk, you see the guy who plays Rick yeah. in a real interview. And it's just like, wait, you talk like that? Or uh, Henry Cavill, you know, it's like, wait, you're not from yeah. Midwest? Or, or like what? Christian Bale. Like, yeah. Yeah. The way he gets the character. Yeah. Especially because Christian Bale is a weirdo, and like he'll do press in his accent yeah. that he uses in the movie sometimes. <laughs> Dude, he's like, when he, <laughs> yeah, when he did Batman Begins, like um, I, I knew he was Welsh. I remember you saying like, "How the fuck are you gonna hire like a in a British person or whatever?" I don't think he considers himself British, but someone from the UK to be in as Batman. I thought he was gonna have an accent and everything. I was so stupid. And then I watched the movie; he doesn't have an accent. All right, and I bought the DVD and all the the uh, bonus footage. He talks with an American accent. Always like, in character. He stayed in character. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I remember some people being upset with uh, Henry Cavill being uh, cast. To, like, how, how are you gonna truth justice in the American way? How are you gonna hire a non-American actor? I, mean, I do remember people, not a lot of people, but enough people. Like, yeah, but I think the issue was basically like Bale was technically still Batman when he was cast. And Andrew Garfield had just been cast as Spider-Man as well. Right. So they're like yeah. all, all of these um, American characters yeah. being played by yeah. superior British actors. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And we have a much larger pool of people to choose from <laughs> for a population <laughs> point of view. And uh, yeah, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> I, 
I actually saw something with um, what's his name? Uh, shit. Uh, Sean, it's the guy who plays Avon Barksdale in The Wire, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, and he was talking about um, British actors. He said they're just better. <laughs> like, no, you know, I mean, he he had a long spiel about it. He, I mean, I think he had he kind of related it to some sort of racism and stuff in the United States, but um, but he was talking about um, uh, Idris. Yeah, you know, and he's just like, yeah, he's just a, you know, these make better actors over there. This is how it works, you know, and and because Dominic West was British, um, Idris Elba was British. The um, the Idris casting story in The Wire is so epic. It is. Yep. I don't know. I'll I'll bite that. I don't know that. So, so um, the creator of The Wire said he didn't want anybody that wasn't from, or or the, I think, or is it just a character? I think it was just a character. He wanted somebody from like. Baltimore, nothing from outside. So his agent said, basically, yeah. So they're not going to watch you. So he went in there with the full on. He went in with his with with an American accent, and kind of went through the audition, and they loved him. And then something happened where he then just kind of admitted it, right, Mike? Is that yeah. What it was? Yeah, he admitted. Yeah, it. I think so. And, and like, because he had he had the 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 creator fooled the entire interview, <laughs> and then finally he was like, all right, I guess I guess it doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> I'm from London. <laughs> but that show like definitely got people from Baltimore. I mean, they 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 wanted to be. Yeah. I, I have watched that. Like, I just didn't know his yeah. um, auditioning story. I mean, for authenticity, like, I mean, definitely filled that show with people from Baltimore. I don't know about how many leads were from Baltimore, but definitely wanted people filling out the show who were. Well, like Prop Joe. Prop Joe is definitely from Baltimore. Um. A lot of the a lot of the gang members were, I think, a lot of yeah. the the drug dealers. Um, what's uh, Snoop? Definitely was from yeah. um, from the area. There's a there's a there's a bunch of them. Um, I believe um, Bubbles. I think he might be from the area. Okay. I believe. I, I mean, Omar. Omar. No, he wasn't. He that's no. Michael Michael K. Williams. No. Okay. Um, I don't know where he's from though. But it wasn't from Baltimore because I remember him talking about um, uh, like trying to adopt the accent. Gotcha. I just start. I just got onto the season of. Uh, I'm rewatching Community now. It's on Netflix. And it's the season he's a professor on, so it got me thinking actually yeah. about the one recently. So it's kind of funny. I, I wasn't even the one who brought it up just now, but it's been in my mind that I would like to rewatch that as well. Uh, he, Michael K. Williams is from Brooklyn. Just, oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Um. It, it was interesting because I got in a weird wire kicking in sort of recently. I watched a few episodes that I liked here and there and uh, and I was watching a lot of like background stuff on it and like um, like I said, that's how I saw that, that bit with um, the actor who played Avon. Just, it was really, really cool. It was a really interesting interview. Um, and I, I, I saw a, a few things on just uh, the progression of Omar as a character and, and um, Dominic West character, I forget his name, but his his story arc and stuff. It was a really interesting thing because I, I watched that show sort of in chunks, and mm-hmm. some of the stuff I forgot how it would, it would have tied together. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, oh no shit, oh no shit. It was really <laughs> interesting. It, it really was probably the greatest show of all time. It it's hard great. to. I loved it. When th- there was a time where I only watched comedy, and then lost came on and i loved lost and that's a whole that could be a whole other thing oh, but yeah. 
So it was like only comedies. And then Wednesdays I'd watch Lost. And I had so many people like, you got to watch The Wire. You got to watch Mad Men. You got to watch Breaking Bad. And I'm like, they're not comedies. I'm not interested. The world is a harsh enough place. When I'm trying to entertain myself, I want it to be fun uh, or funny. You know, I mean, it's a comic book stuff too, but this is before there was, you know, an overabundance on television and movies of comic book stuff. Anyway, so finally I relented. I was like, all right, I'll check out these shows. And sure enough, I'm like hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, yeah, I totally get why why everyone was telling me The Wire is amazing and Mad Men is amazing and Breaking Bad is amazing. Um, but yeah, it, it took a lot of people to finally get me to to try it. Um, that off. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what I'm. Well, I I, I did start rewatching um, Community, but I, but I love how Kyle's rewatching stuff, even though he could be watching something new like Buffy or Angel. I just it was a little. <laughs> and, and then after well after Community, I will watch. Um, Clone War for the first Clone Wars, whatever it is. I've been, I've been starting, I've been starting that. I actually started Rebels like a couple months ago, and I'm, I'm halfway through the first season of Rebels, and it's really good. Clone Wars, mm-hmm. I, 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 I keep trying to get into it, and then like I kind of fall out of it. Like, yeah. I, I do like it. I don't know. I don't think it's the animation that's doing it. I think it's just it's not as tightly. Like, well, I guess Mandalorian was also not, not every episode was like tied together in one big arc. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird actually. The thing is, with with um, Mandalorian was my favorite episode was sort of the most standalone of all, which was the one on that uh, that that uh, far off world with they were like in that the bogs and stuff. Oh right, where like he fell in love with the woman there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Bryce Dallas that- Howard's episode. Yeah. It was the first episode with Gina Carano. That's the one where they, like, you know, it's like, uh, you, it tells, you know, the child, uh, you stay there, walks outside, and then slurping fucking yeah. soup and shit. <laughs> oh, that episode. No, I, I was thinking of the other episode um, with when when they were, like, uh, defending that, like, small village. Same episode. Is it? I'm pretty sure. The same. I think so. I, thought, I was thinking, and, like, she tried to remove his mask, the, the yep. woman. I thought Gina. Yep. I thought that was Gina's like second or third episode. I thought it was afterwards. Pretty sure it's the same episode. Okay, fair enough. Are you um, watching the behind the scenes Mandalorian on Disney Plus? I'm up. I'm, to, not. I'm up to the technical episode, which okay. we talked about, which is mind blowing. Yeah, that's <laughs> not. Yeah, I just watched the practical one that was released. Um, so yeah, I'm all caught up on that. That's episode yeah. five, right? So I'm. I'm uh, yeah. So yes. I'm, so yeah, I'm just one behind then. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. They're very, very well done, and it's so funny. Like, like I remember when, when Mike was like, "Why do they need to do a documentary series for eight episodes?" It it totally makes sense how they're doing it too. It's yeah, like, no, it's not overly again. Done. This is the second time we did this. I did not say that. I said, I said, okay. I understand why they're doing it. They make they have they can make all these episodes for almost no money. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fine. <laughs> it's almost like you know the behind the scenes that you would get on a blu-ray or whatever like it's just it's it's a lot of panel discussions yeah. it's a lot of yeah just behind the scenes yeah. stuff so it, it's kind of like i mean the mandalorian is film quality and then they're they basically made the dvd extras and yeah. here's that series but uh i i'm eating it up i mean oh, the yeah. the uh accountability not accountability well yeah, i guess accountability to like the uh, the originals the spirit of star wars 
um, you know, between the the special effects one and the you know practical effects one I just watched, just like how to perfectly marry that. So it's yeah. in the spirit of Star Wars. That is one of the cool things about the original trilogy is that that universe feels lived in. You know that that object looks real, not computer rendered. You know, and uh, try, how to best do that. Yeah, I, I just I think that's just, it's such an awesome series. So I'm, I'm glad they're kind of doing some of the in-depth behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, and I, and I love how I, I I I don't think they ever said it, but the way they that that they do like the roundtable discussions, like it's definitely very reminiscent of of Favreau's Dinner for Five. I don't know if you. Oh I, yeah, I remember that show. Kyle. Did, yeah, that was cool. That yeah. was so good. Like I would love them yeah. to just bring that back, like for I don't know one-off episodes here and there or something like that but i like that's kind of i i got that vibe from that table thing and, and i'm wondering if, if john kind of did thought about doing that doing it that way because of dinner for five but yeah i love it on uh the wwe network there's a show like a like table for three or table whatever it is yeah and as soon as i started watching that i was like this is just like that john Favreau show <laughs> these fucking thieves yeah i know uh, like um oh sorry go ahead mike sorry no good no good Okay. I know Marvel has done um, some of those round tables, like with directors and stuff. And I, I know you haven't seen the Mandalorian one, but like it is kind of cool having the different directors from the show talking about, you know, what got them into Star Wars, how they approached it, what they thought of it. Because it looks like it was a very collaborative process. You know, like Favreau was there. Sometimes other directors were there if they weren't directing the episode. Um, yeah, it was definitely cool to see, but it reminded me, it just coincidence I'm wearing a Black Panther shirt. But I really like that on one of the extra features on the for the Black Panther movie is they had a bunch of comic book writers who sat down together who had worked on Black Panther. And that was really cool to hear like their takes and what they thought of the character, the evolution. And uh, yeah, it just it lends it's, it's like what we're doing now. You know, you're sitting around talking about something in depth. It just really lends itself to uh, being informative and interesting. Interesting. And then make I, you young explaining it. <laughs> no, I, I, I had a, uh, I, I was up really late watching uh, MMA. Dude, as a teacher, I'm used to people yawning when I'm talking. That doesn't <laughs> Did you fall asleep? No, no, of course not. Asleep, just yawn. Did you love the um, sound clips in the uh, podcast episode, Kyle? With uh, Mike I did, Lewis? yeah. And you know what? If I'm going to be honest with you, um, the, um, the uh well you're, you're talking about your 500th video yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. when you did the, when you played the the clip yeah of your then girlfriends like it was hard not to get a little emotional it was just like, <laughs> like that's so cool and yeah it was just it was a really nice touch yeah thank you yeah i cannot believe people sat through that <laughs> oh actually and, and 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 i did want to ask how how did the clips come through volume wise in regards to the podcast was it jarring was it too low? So, it I mean, I watched it on YouTube. I don't know if the number, if the stuff would be different. Would have been the same mix. Okay, okay. So yeah, as I listened to it on YouTube, I, I started on my phone when I was like uh, making some breakfast and putting dishes away and stuff, and then I finished it on this computer that I'm filming on as I was playing video games. Mm -hmm. And did I have to adjust? Okay, cool. Volume or did, did anything seem too soft or too loud? I mean, the, I, I suppose those clips were a little maybe a hair softer than you two guys were talking. Yeah. But it works. It works. It actually, and you know what? I think the first time you started playing clips, 
I was watching it intently on this screen and I was like, oh, it's not syncing up to Mike's mouth. And I'm like, oh, he's playing a clip of Mike talking. <laughs> oh. right so I was like, I was about, I was going to like, oh crap, dude, it's out of sync. And then I realized, so that, but I think that's a good indicator for you. Like I thought it was, that was the issue. So I, I think the yeah. touch about the volume was appropriate. Okay, yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. When, uh, just in case you want to, every time I'm doing this, and I'm covering up the fact that I'm yawning. Fair enough. Even when we do, we try to do beer reviews. I, I, if I'm yawning, I was to this. Whenever I'm yawning, it's a good time. move. It's a good move. <laughs> I brought the soundboard too, Mike, just in case we ever wanted to. Uh... <laughs> I think in real life, though, I'd probably bring the soundboard to a bar, right? That makes that makes no sense. Yeah, no, would. you would not bring wow. the soundboard to a fucking bar. I know what I'm doing the first bar we go to after this. Like I'm walking in with my iPad. Sean might do that. You know? The speaker system. I'm just like, bam! Everyone listen to this. So. Not to pile on Sean, but I the other day when we were getting ready to do the uh, live stream with Matt and Jeremiah from Hot Butcher for the World, we had that group text going with all of us. And I just kept waiting for the, the text from Sean asking us what glassware we we're all going to use. <laughs> Dude. I'm like, I'm like, Jeremiah is going to see how big of a dork Sean is about glassware. I... <laughs> and then never did you never sent that text like what, what class is everyone using what shape because it took a lot of willpower not to do it i'm not even joking i thought about it multiple times the other day i'm like should we see if we should sing a glass i'm like no no here's the question here's the question sean how many times did you type it then delete it before it sent? <laughs> the best part too while we were drinking the beer there were multiple times where i where i was getting ready to like start giving my thoughts i'm like sean this isn't a fucking beer review yeah yeah <laughs> I like the idea that we all had the same beer, yeah. but yeah, I'm glad it didn't turn into, although in some ways it would be cool to like drink the beer and talk about the beer very specifically with the brewer yeah. or the brewery owner or whatever. Um, I would like to do something similar. We could call it like, say, let's, let's do it. Cause I, I have seen a lot of breweries are doing it. Like Trillium is doing it. They release like a mixed pack and, and, you, and it's, you have to get tickets, but I'm sure Jeremiah would just do it if we asked um, like a sensory thing. Like, we'll drink the beer together and he can kind of get walk walk through the process more yeah. of like and then what we we're getting or, or or what they were going for which would be kind of cool to do um but i, I do think, think we, it's cool yeah, to do yeah. I, I think there's one might be a little cooler than the other or something but i think yeah. it's all in and all cool yeah yeah and i think he had thrown out that idea as one of the possible kind of ways to approach it you yeah. know but i think the conversation it was it was q a but it felt decently like conversation yeah. you know I, I think it was good how we did it but i think there's always room for improvement there's always different ways to do it yeah. but yeah yeah because and we, and we, we did talk about talk about the beer a little bit we didn't really go in depth like we talked about how it was like dangerous and like it was delicious so, yeah know, it's yeah. super easy but like yeah no I, it, it, it would be fun to get like uh maybe one or two if it's lower abv ish beers and like kind of go like through a sensory thing just to kind of get yeah. that would, that be, would be pretty bad. yeah and I think it would be cool too if we could, not that we know a ton of breweries or brewers, but yeah, to do like similar things like get cans, excuse me, or bottles of whatever same beer and then have the person on, whether it's yeah. a brewer or the owner or whatever. I think it would be pretty cool to kind of, I don't know how regularly we could make it, like in terms of making it a series, but I think it would be a cool thing. And kind of like this, and I know, Mike, we're not trying to lean too much into it, but like, just some of the cool stuff that's come out of this distancing and, you know, we've been doing a lot more live streams and all that and just yeah. kind of coming up with new ideas and, um, 
you know, what sticks, what doesn't, you know, going forward. And, uh, you know, I, I think that was cool having him on. And I think it'd be cool to have other people on. I think it'd be cool to do something with him again, obviously. And yeah, just it's, you know, doing the, the beer chug, guess the ABV, you know, I mean, all these just different kind of things we've done. It's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's nice. I also, I do think that this live streaming thing and um, these online conversations, I think they're going to be part of the world now. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's, it's going to be just part of life. Um, not for everybody, but for, like, you know, for especially for people um, like us who we, we do have friends across the country. Yeah. Yeah. But it's you not know, like we weren't doing this before. It's, it's... No, but it's definitely more oh, happening yeah. more no, often yeah, now, yeah. you know. You know, like we didn't do this with, with Kyle all the time. You know, well, yeah, I we, guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're was, shooting for once or twice a week at this point. Yeah. We're trying to do something, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, we weren't doing once a month before, you right. know. Yeah. So, but, I, I, like this this year, all it did was, was maybe just accelerate the fact that we we're going to go in this direction anyway, you yeah. know. You know, we did talk um, a lot of times after we would do our reviews. Afterwards, when we shoot the breeze, I'm like, wow, this is great. Like, you know, this is something we should be doing anyway. Why, why aren't we doing this? Yeah. You know, it's fun. And I think, and we talked about it a little bit the other day when we did um, the all together live stream. Um, I, I, you know, we do beer content channels, but like, I do think there is something to be said about getting to know people on a more personal level, which is like why I think something like this works. And if you, you know, we talked about should this be part of nerd sense or not, but like, yeah, people get to know you better this way, which is good, you know, or we were just talking about like watching behind the scenes of shows and watching clips of actors talking and being interviewed, like, cause you know, not everyone, but a lot of people do gravitate towards, I want to know more about this thing. I, I've seen the thing, you know, teach me about the periphery, you know, like yeah. what, what else is going on. I, I do think there's a, a advantage to this for sure. When Did was, you want to uh, hear live, not live, but uh, on video, or we gonna do like a poll about if if these going forward should be live streams or recorded and published? Yeah, I think we're gonna ask if they would rather have if, if well if, if if they would like audio only too because if because I think I'm definitely gonna do video, yeah. audio. I, I was talking about earlier. I don't think it's gonna be too hard technically to do it because I just would technically just export this as audio only and then upload it so that would be easy but i guess yeah let's see if if, if they want to do the live stream the one the one downside to that i was thinking is whenever beer it seems like beer tubers that 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 do they're like they have like weekly live streams like not matt but i know other ones like they have set dates but i don't think having a set like all right we're gonna live stream every thursday like that's kind of handcuffing us at that point like yes i wouldn't want to do that no no, no I, agree. I agree with that so i guess yeah it really depends if they want um the live stream because like also if we do live streams like do we work around does like three like this two thirty in the afternoon how many people do do we think we're going to get on a sunday at two thirty in yeah. the afternoon and plus what i don't want this to be is work right yeah yes this is this is after work yeah so <laughs> it could be a mixture right it could be we do recordings and then some days if we're like all right let's do it on a Friday at six or seven when we know people would want to watch when they normally watch. We'll make it a live stream version of it, or we just yeah. or we just literally if if we want if people say they want the live stream, we live stream it every single time. And if they don't, we don't get a lot of interaction. There's no real difference, right? Like other than maybe we'll get some comments we can interact with. If not, it's still just this, right? And people are going to yeah. get the recorded version afterwards. Yeah, personally, yeah, no. 
and it's like at a real bar sometimes it's the people you want with sometimes other people are yeah. great conversations with you too you know and it's all good sometimes uh you know, cute bartender comes up to you and just talks your ear off, and then you have to keep telling her you're married and you're not interested, and then she just keeps talking your ear off. And you're like, listen, I, I never appreciate happened to me. It. It's <laughs> never a, happened to me. Not that, you know, handsome to you, but I just, I'm, you know, married man and I'm committed to my wife. So you'll have to just think about me on your own later, I guess. Because is, is your wife standing next to you? No, no, this is for no one's because <laughs> <laughs> you could hear if she was, you would be able to hear her shaking her head. I actually have a little bit of a because this year is, is one an episode and two like hashing things out in a way, too. Yeah, which is which is um, fun. For, I think it's gonna be fun for people to kind of get a little bit of the, of the behind yeah. the scenes of how this works. I was wondering, like, you know, should we put a finite time on it? Like, at 45 minutes, at 60 minutes, we just, that's just the end of it. Because the way you could do that is set the timer, and the timer goes off, it sounds like a phone call. Oh, shit, it's the wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then at that point, oh, shit, it's the wife. All right, one more beer. (laughs) All right, one more round, yeah. And then that's the, and then we have our, our last beer. We finish fifteen minutes later, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, sort of like a, as a warning statement. Let, 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 like right now, we're at fifty-three minutes, and and I said in the text before we came out, like let's say forty-five, so that when we hit yep. an hour, we know we need to yeah. wrap up. Yeah, I, I would I would call it last call, Mike. Yeah, I, I would. I like it. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on! It's so, it's so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> That, but that works too. No, that works too. It's just like having like sort of like a little gimmick into like yeah. understanding that this, this show's almost over. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's a cool idea. I'm, I'm sorry, Sean. How long have we been doing it for? Uh, Fifty-four minutes. Okay, so as we're wrapping up, any last topic of conversation we should have anything cool in your guys' lives or interesting or anything you're reading or something else we haven't talked about that you're watching or? I've been watching Upload. How is that? It's, I'm a big Greg Daniels fan. I really like it. Yeah. Um, I'm on the la- second to last episode. I'm halfway through. Um, should probably finish this afternoon. And it's it's. Did you ever watch um, the Good Place? Because that's what everyone's comparing it to. Okay. Yeah, I've seen all but the last season because yeah. it's not a it's yeah. it definitely has that that vibe because you're gonna go to an afterlife or whatever. But it's definitely it, it's. And it's 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 very interesting, and it's 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 ten episodes. Um, that's what I like about about Amazon stuff. It's like not tw- you don't talk about twenty two episode yeah. seasons, and it's just it, I I really enjoy it. If you like Greg Daniels, I definitely recommend it. Speaking of Greg Daniels, we started Space Force last night, Carrie and I. How about I haven't started that, but I I haven't heard good things. Yeah, we started it, and we want we got how many episodes? We watched? Three, four. Um, I like it. I can see why people may not like it. I think they're probably going into it thinking creator of the office or co- yeah. well, co-creator of the office and Steve Carell. And they're expecting the, the office. office and it's not, it's definitely more, it's comedy, but it has, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dramedy at the end of the day, I think, or, or maybe a darker, not really a dark comedy, but yeah, it's definitely, it has a serious tone, but it also has full on like laugh out loud bits. So I'm wondering, I, I actually haven't read any of the reviews. I've only seen like the headlines of, yeah. of people kind of shitting on it. Um, 
and and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I just want to get it, I just want to watch because I lo- I love Steve Carell, I love Greg Daniels, like, I just don't understand how he could do how he, how he show running two shows that literally premiered at the same time because they must have been in production at the same time, I would imagine. And I know th- that I don't know, but I do know he's had the idea for upload since he worked at Saturday Night Live, so like it's definitely something that's been going on in his brain for decades. Okay. Um, for uh, for Greg Daniels when he was writing, actually back like when he used to be writing par- partners with Conan O'Brien, which I think shows you how long ago oh, that would wow, have been. Yeah. They, they they they're still friends. They just kind of took their own paths, but at the time they were like writing partners. Um, I don't want to not have Mike talk next, but the thing I was going to bring up relates to this. So um, I talked about everything I've been watching, but I'm about to finish the. Um, Oral history of the office essentially is what this book is. Oh, I've seen and that I, you post that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been like slowly reading it just because I, I want it to last, but it's like, no, nah, you need to also read it because that's what I do with, it, with so. that Bill Murray book I was, I was, I was reading. I, yeah, I wanted to last slowly. Yeah. But that's why actually I ordered that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collection because that way I have something else to look forward to. So, like, yeah, finish this book. But anyway, uh, maybe like a week ago, I read the chapter about Steve Carell and like, you know, they interviewed a lot of people like hairdressers. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, not just people on the show. And and they were willing to say things like, oh, yeah, some people got egos as their names got more famous. <laughs> they didn't name names, but like they would say that stuff. It was incredible reading the chat about Steve Carell. Like every single person, even people who are willing to admit other people got egos were like, he's the nicest guy. He's the <laughs> nicest. He's professional. He never complained. He had to do some ridiculous stuff for way more takes than it should have you know taken yeah. he you know he was the first one on the call sheet so he's always the first one there of course he was always time to get his hair and makeup done no diva stuff and it was just it was just person after person from every department just saying how amazing steve Carell is that's awesome that's yeah it was really it was refreshing to see yeah it was cool what if it's because he was such a tyrant that they were all afraid and in 20 <laughs> years in it's 20 okay. years you can say whatever you want now about the guy. No, I've heard the same thing. My cousin worked on a movie, worked on that John Stewart movie that's coming out where he directed it and Steve Carell stars in it. And he said same thing. He said both John Stewart and Steve Carell were like, the, he said John Stewart's the nicest director he's ever worked with. And Steve, Steve Carell is easily one of the nicest actors he's worked with. So nice. That's awesome. It's, it's nice when you hear stuff like that because yeah. it's so easy to get this idea in your head of who these people are. Yeah. And then all they do is let you down eventually. Yeah. So it's nice to hear that. I was going to say, uh, you know, about people running multiple shows. This is the last point I'll make um, is uh, David E. Kelly. This is a weird thing that I know this fact. Yeah, they did Johnny Darko, right? No, I don't know if he David, did. What did David E. Kelly? Why yeah, why do I know that name? Yeah, same here. Well, he did, he did a lot of television stuff. He he worked on um, a lot of television things. Um, the ones he was most famous for were. Oh, Ally McBeal. Uh, Right. Uh, yeah, but he he also he also lies. Yeah. Doogie right. Hauser. Yeah, um, but he, he did for sure. He did the practice oh, and Ally McBeal at the same time. Who did Donnie? Hold on. Who did Donnie Darko? Why am I thinking David? E? Richard Kelly. Sorry. Okay, go on. Sorry, yeah. Go on. Yeah. The, he did Ally McBeal and the practice at the same time for years and wrote almost every single episode. I remember, like, remember we he, had this conversation. Yeah. He didn't write like three episodes of both shows, or something like that. Like he wrote every fucking episode 22 22, 22 like that is incredible incredible I mean, prolific. That, that i mean that is you know and people people can judge whether the stuff's good or not 
but the, the fact is the shows were really popular at least in, in their time did you oh, yeah. what is so now i'm on a wikipedia rabbit hole thanks mike the show Alley from 1999 in 1999 at the height of the show's popularity a half yeah. hour version entitled Alley began airing in parallel yep. with the main program this version designed in a sitcom format used re-edited scenes from the main program along with previously unseen footage the intention was to yep. further develop the plots and a comedy it was focused only wow the yeah re- they turned the one show, show into two was cancelled partway through its initial run yep. huh can you get those anywhere oh I have no idea that's you can you used to be able to get that stuff on DVD. That type I don't of know stuff. What you I don't know. That type of shit fascinates me. Like I love crossovers. I love spinoffs. Yeah. Like just like the idea of that happening is like I, I need to have it in my life somehow. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. I don't know. Even if it's terrible, I don't care. Uh, do you remember when David E. Kelly tried doing the Wonder Woman show? I was just about to say that because I just scrolled through. <laughs> Did you ever watch that pilot, Kyle? I've not seen the pilot, no, but I'm familiar yeah. with it, yeah. I think I watched some of it. It was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went down a big rabbit hole. Cause I also am like Sean, like the connection stuff where it was like, you know, um, R2-D2 and uh, C-3PO are like in the hieroglyphics of Indiana Jones. And then like, there's like um, R2-D2 is space to debris in one of the Transformers movies, like just all these oh, connections. Yeah. You know, uh, ET. There's like whatever race ET is is in the prequels of Star Wars. Yeah, it's all Clone like, Wars. Yeah. you know, yeah, yeah I, I get stuff up, yeah, man. I love it. In the very first episode of uh, of Battlestar, when uh, the the one the uh, Rosalind, when Rosalind's finding out she has cancer. Of the miniseries or the episode? The miniseries. Okay. This is, that's the first episode to me. Yeah. Is uh, she's finding out she has cancer. She looks up in the sky and you can see uh, a firefly fly by. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. I didn't know that. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually that's what I just rewatched, awesome. too. I, I, I just rewatched Firefly and I just finished Serenity, too. So that was what I've recently been into. It's such a good show. Such a good show. Yes, yeah. great show. Agreed. Yeah. Then why have you watched Buffy and Angel? <laughs> Same fucking people, buddy. <laughs> it doesn't to me. It doesn't... I think we're... I hit our hour mark, so we should probably get going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta go help my wife. Oh, too, so. yeah. Oh, I gotta go mow the lawn. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, too oh. funny. Good, Mike. I think this proved to be a good idea, brother. I think this was pretty obvious that yeah. there's something here, man. I had a good time. And now you so need to I'm, figure I'm out done. how are you gonna outro this. I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Thank <laughs> you.